tell you one time I'm on my team at lunch, somehow Baldy was trying to talk about the difference of soda. Um, he referred to it as soda being on tap. And I said, yep. are you talking about a fountain, fountain. soda, my guy? And <laughs> it's now forever and always talking about, oh, draft soda. What do you think on they have? Tap. What do you think that they have on tap, man? What's the draft? Ben, are you ready? Or Saban, are you ready? I was born ready. Lance Stevenson. Welcome back to episode 14 of the Second Unit Podcast. Uh, my name is Zach Parsons, as always, joined by my co-host, Alex Avon. How are you today, sir? Nice. Full replacement. I'm yep. now the, as always. As always, second chair. Jake Sabon, you might be third chair now if you're listening to this. Lots happened. Uh, ben, producer Ben on the ones and twos. How are you? Hello. Good. Jake, we do miss you. Um, today, guys, there's a lot of shit to happen uh, that we have to get to. Golf, the golf world kind of went upside down. We have, uh, I have a quick NFL question for you. Um, we got to talk game two of the finals. The Heat tied the, tied the series up 1-1. Uh, I have some baseball things to touch on. I'm going to need a clock from you, Ben, for my baseball thing, mainly my Cardinals. I just need 60 seconds on the Cardinals to decompress, and then we can move on. It's more of a therapy thing for me. And uh, we have some pop culture stuff coming up. Some more spicy takes and Disney Channel original movies. We're going to do a draft today. We haven't even really talked about the format of that or how many picks we're doing or who's going first. So we'll do that live. Fuck it, we're going to do it live. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. But first thing we're going to start off today is talking about something that the three of us are passionate about. And that's the PGA. Golf. And that's golf. Huge golf guys. Big golf All guys. Big, big uh, stickheads. I don't know. What do they call them? I have no idea. Iron, iron heads. Iron woods. Iron, iron. Iron. No, that's a neighborhood. Iron class. Of course, around here. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, this is a great day for all the live, the live guys, the live fans. And I was a live fan. But the PGA and the live and the DP World Tour, which is a thing, I guess. I have no idea what that is, uh, are all merging into one super league. So super leagues are, are in. Uh, the PGA uh, or the the players found out on Twitter today, like the rest of us, uh, which means they're super fucking pissed. And then also, this is great for the live guys that got paid hundreds of millions of dollars and still get to come back to the PGA. Have you read read up on any of this at all? So I'm aware of it, and I don't understand enough about golf and everything. But what it what it looks like to me is that the PGA spent all this time since Liv started being like, "Oh, what a terrible moral choice taking this money to go play mm-hmm. for them instead of staying a part of the PGA." And then they realized that they lost so many of their good players, and then they started letting the Liv guys just play in the majors is Mm -hmm. that what it was yep um and then now to be like you know what maybe that money's not that dirty we'll just work together to get we'll take some of that money we want that soggy money too. it's not a good look for whoever's in charge of the pga so (laughs) yeah uh jay moyahan or something i learned his name today he's the pga commissioner i saw a clip i think last year of an interview he did with jim jim nance and basically he was saying you know if you are going to live, you're taking money from the people that caused 9-11, essentially. I'm paraphrasing there, but that's kind of what he said. And now he's doing the same thing about a year later, which is pretty cool. I actually did see a clip today um, 
I think it was from today of him, somebody basically talking about, Hey, what do you say to like the victims of yeah. like the families of nine 11? Cause I guess if he said that originally and he did the classic, I have two family friends who lost That's people what it was. during nine 11 where yeah. I was like, uh, it was that clip that and when that, that is the justification for what you're doing. Well, I know yeah. two people who had family members from that. Yeah. So like, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Brutal. Uh, and I did see as well that the live guys, so like Kepka and Mickelson and, and the guy and all those guys are going to have to pay a fine to get back into the PGA. I don't know what that fine is. It's going to change based on the golfer, probably based on how much money they got from live. If I had to guess, but they will have to pay a fine to somebody. I don't know who gets that money. Does Saudi Arabia get the money back? I just think at this point, Saudis just get all the money. Uh, I heard something today as well. Speaking of Saudi Arabia, that, I think Saudi Arabia owns all of the parking meters in Chicago. Like this group. What the like, hell? Like Google that. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Chicago parking. Yeah. Oh, meters. Um, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Why does Abu. What oh, is going sorry. on with this? This Why is from does, 2010. Yeah. This is great. Why does Abu Dhabi own all of Chicago parking meters? Um, Sold them on a 75-year lease for over $1 billion. Yeah. Huh. So, and it's not just this. There was a whole list of stuff that I was was listening about or or heard about on a podcast about, um, like, all sorts of other shit that Saudi Arabia does and owns and runs here. So, basically, what I'm saying is... They already own everything, yeah. and their money is tied up in anything and right. everything here already. So anything you like, Saudi Arabia is involved with. So, for the people that were anti-live because of the Saudi Arabians, I don't know what to tell you. Wow. We're a conspiracy pod. I love it. I don't think this is just... A, I think this is just stone-cold fact. And for the record, if Saudi Arabia is listening, I got nothing bad to say. Got not, not a single bad thing to say. So, if you want to pay us to podcast, I'm in. So... Anyway, that's that's the PGA. That's the hard-hitting golf analysis you're going to get here. So that's that. It's really, um, it's really too bad Jake's on his vacation. Yeah. He, would, he would have some fire about this. Problem is we can't talk about it anymore. Sorry. So Pod never sleeps. His, his fault for uh, going to Spain. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tomorrow, me and you are both avid Madden players. It's one of the, one of the games we play. Tomorrow being Wednesday, by the way. We're rec- recording this on Tuesday the 6th. Um, they're going to announce the cover art or cover cover athlete for the new Madden game. Do you have any predictions? One, and if you don't, I have five guys that could be it, and I want you to tell me who you think the most likely is. Well, my prediction is what Twitter's already telling me is happening. Oh, I didn't see this. Oh, you didn't see no. anything. Twitter's telling me that the rumor is it'll be Josh Allen, oh. and people have issue with that. Because, like, well, he led the league in interceptions. Yeah. Like, he shouldn't be the face of the game right mm-hmm. now. And there's a bunch of other guys that should. And uh, then, obviously... I didn't see this on As Twitter. a Minnesota Vikings fan, I would say put Justin Jefferson on there. Because mm-hmm. he's... The best know, receiver. The, the best NFL. receiver, arguably, in the league right now. Just the way that, like, he kind of really brought the gritty into the league. And, mm-hmm. like, how... As somebody who works around children a lot, you have no idea how big the gritty is. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you're aware, but, like, you don't really mm-hmm. know. 
Um, so like he just should be the face of everything right now, in my opinion. But well, the five guys I had, it didn't include Justin Jefferson. Because, did not? Did not. That's rude. Because I just kind of assume that it's going to go to a quarterback because that's oh, just how things go. That's like. But the five quarterbacks I have are Joe Burrow, jo- uh, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, and Trevor Lawrence were the five that I had. I've, I was going to say Joe Burrow. I, th- I was I like, between Joe those Burrow guys, yeah. I would take Joe Burrow or Jalen Hurts yeah. just because Jalen Hurts is like hot in the streets right yeah. now. And, you know, I don't think it is a flash in the pan, but it could be. Yeah. So you might want to just kind of jump on right. that now. Madden Curse, though, maybe he doesn't want it. That's could you know, you never know. Yeah. And who's going to be the next Peyton Hillis? Got the Madden cover, never heard from him again yeah. until he almost died saving his kids from drowning like a month or That's two ago. That's true, he's back. So, good heard he's him. okay, though. So He is good. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited to see how that goes and all the major updates they're going to make to the game because they're definitely going to fix the game and make it better. They haven't done that since the passing cone so whatever year that was anyway moving on i still love madden <laughs> they'll still get my money they'll every still year. get my money every damn year. it uh nba uh the miami heat tie the series one one did you watch game two at all i did most nice. of it i yes. like that i like that what was your opinion of the game like the the thing that kind of stuck out to me was Jokic. the heat defensively were just like all right Jokic, go ahead and score go ahead and do your thing yeah. He had 41 points. 41. Yeah. I yeah. mean, 41-11 <clears throat> and 4. It was just an interesting game of just how back and forth it was. Mm-hmm. Like the Heat came out super strong at the beginning and they looked really good, got a double digit lead, I think. Mm-hmm. Um Max Struess was just making everything. Yep. And then the middle of the game, the Nuggets were dominating. I think the Nuggets got back up by double digits close to the end of the third quarter and then all of a sudden uh, was it Duncan Robinson in the first two minutes of the fourth ten quarter had 10 straight fourth. points by himself and the then mean mug. yeah and then they were up eight ten yeah with like a couple minutes left and then the Nuggets did come all the way back mm-hmm. and had a chance with Jamal Murray taking that last shot yep. but like yeah just a weird back and forth game but this is exactly what I said of like I know the Nuggets on paper are a better team and they should end up winning and it'll be fine but I really think it's going to go back and forth the entire time and go seven yeah I that does kind of look like it I'm not really worried for Denver because of the comeback they made at the end this game where Michael Porter Jr. was a nobody. He was a nothing on defense, didn't do anything on offense. Jamal Murray had some decent stats, but like wasn't really doing Jamal Murray stuff, I feel like. And they still almost came back and won is a problem for the Heat, I would I would say. But I'm happy the Heat, Heat picked up a game here. They're going to Miami. We got two more in Miami here. They're probably going to split, right? That's probably how things are going to go. Right. And – uh We'll go back to Denver. But KCP had two late fouls at the end on threes that gave Miami six free throws and in a three-point game. That was tough. Tough now, to give up. Just to clarify, don't know if this has gotten brought up yet. Is isn't KCP the one that was like on house arrest years ago? And he I could believe so. he could only play the home games I think so. in LA when he was on the Lakers mm-hmm. and he for real, for real had like the yeah. ankle monitor. Good for him. Seems to be doing a little better. Start now. from the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> champion, world champion with the Lakers. But yeah, that's uh, that's kind of all I have. Well, Miami, the big thing for them is they had two free throws in game one and twenty in game two. That'll help you a lot. That'll help a little bit. That'll help a good amount. Uh, and then with the Nuggets, this is classic Nuggets. I don't want to actually talk about the Nuggets. I want to talk about Nuggets mascots. 
I want the the Nuggets mascot makes six hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year, which yeah, is does. unbelievable to see. And the fucked up part about it is the NBA average for a mascot salary is sixty three thousand. So how the fuck does that work? If think about that. Yeah, is I Boomer mean, making like twelve bucks an hour? I'm sure it's not like a ton. The guy who was Boomer, I know years ago probably, but like um, was like a parent at my mom's school. Mm-hmm. Like there was a kid in her elementary school that everybody knew. Like, oh yeah, his dad is the guy in the Boomer costume. Right. Like, and I was like, oh, that's kind of sick. But yeah, it seems like a pretty standard, you know, I would assume salaried job that you yeah probably don't get paid like a ton for, but. Yeah, so the fact that was it Rocky is that the name Rocky. of the makes over six hundred thousand is kind of insane. I saw Rocky makes a lot. Benny the Bull makes a ton. Well, I was thinking with Rocky, there's that clip from years ago where Rocky's like unconscious, getting yeah. dropped from yeah. the rafters. So maybe it's all part of like a settlement. That's like, true. Hey, man, we really kind of messed up there. Yeah. And as long as you don't really make this a big deal, we'll really up that salary for the rest of the time that you're still in the suit, man. Harry the Hawk makes 600k a year. The Hornets mascot makes 100k a year. So yeah, I don't know. I guess if you're the mascot for the right team, the mascot game is pretty, pretty sick. Do you think it's like competitive? Like there's like a group of like 150 elite mascots mm-hmm. and they all are trying to like get these jobs. Probably. Like they have like a little mascot This is the same society. article I read. The top mascot salaries dwarf the WNBA paychecks. Um, Diane Taurasi of the Phoenix Mercury has the highest salary in the league, amounting to $228,000. That means Rocky the Mountain Lion gets paid 2.7 times more than that, which is Brutes Magoots. Not a good look. But, you know, what I have to say to that, and we might have to cut this, make more money, WNBA. That's all I got to say to that. Don't have to cut that. I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, just make more money. I don't know what to tell you. Um, Kyrie Irving back in the news allegedly trying to recruit LeBron James to Dallas which is awesome just something to bring up silly I don't know. stupid just, puff piece just to get Le- I just LeBron can't stay out of the media just for longer it. than three days oh no LeBron's not in the finals and it's two teams that aren't you know media yeah. darlings how can we talk about LeBron uh, I think Kyrie's trying to get LeBron to go to Dallas fucking cool who yeah. wouldn't love to have LeBron James joined two superstars. Yeah. Like anywhere you've got two guys, Kyrie and Luca, of course Kyrie would love to have LeBron, but it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen, but I think if there was a team that was going to fuck around and do this, it's Mark Cuban. Sure. But I use finest. Yeah, I use finest. But uh, I just don't know who plays defense on that team because the three of them don't anymore. Or LeBron doesn't play anymore, any defense anymore. And then Kyrie and Luca never really did. So it's like, I don't know what to tell you. That's really a nothing story. You're 100% right. <laughs> you know what isn't a nothing story is Adam Silver basically telling everyone, we know what John Morant's situation is and what his uh, suspension is going to be, but we're going to wait until after the finals because we don't want to distract from the finals, which kind of distracts from the finals by saying not to distract from right. the finals. Like, if that was the case, he should have just, like, not said next shit. question right. like, kind of thing. Like, just like, not we'll address that later. Up. Like, oh, yeah, we'll deal with that when we can. But to say, like, yeah, we kind of include or concluded the investigation. We have additional facts that we found and blah, blah, blah. But we'll tell you about it later. Like, <laughs> I have I have a potentially hot take on this John Morant thing. 
have you seen the rumored suspension half the season anywhere from 30 games to half a season is what I saw. Okay. Um, why is he getting suspended for so long? I don't know. Like what we know right now, let's just say we know what we know right now, where it's like he flashed a gun on Instagram twice and that's what is going to get suspended for half the season. Do we really think NBA players should be getting suspended for half the season for what John Morant did? What he was, what he did was fucking stupid. I agree with you a hundred percent, but like, I don't know if we should take half this man's salary for flashing a gun on Instagram live. I don't know. That's my opinion. I just think that's kind of crazy. It's probably going to be unpopular, but that's that. Yeah. So learn from your mistakes or don't. Right. I mean, I get that, but also like the mistake he made, it's not good, but it's also like not the biggest deal in the world. Like, I just assume there's something like there has some to be sort of more. NBA player handbook. Yeah. Like you have a staff handbook that here are the guidelines of what you yeah. can and can't do. And if there's something more thing. about the John Morant stuff that comes out, because Adam Silver makes, seems to think that there's some more shit coming with him. If there's something more, then I'll change my mind on it. But like from what I see right now, if he gets spent for half the season for what he did, what we know, I think that's yeah. stupid. Yeah, I mean, bro, you got to support the Pacers a little more. That the Pacers got guns trained on the bus, but like with... he's not getting suspended for that. Well, that like might this be isn't part of it. this isn't part of any of that though. This is just his IG yeah. stuff. I just think it's all connected. It's all just the fact that Ja is doing things with guns, yeah. very openly. Well, I just want to know exactly what he gets suspended for. That's what I'll be fair. interested in seeing. If he get yeah, that's all I want to see. Yeah. But speaking of John Morant and his gun, his people are now saying that the gun on Instagram Live was a toy gun. So I don't oh. know if you saw that story, but oh well, yeah. of course, yeah, it's very easy. My favorite, my favorite thing about that Baby video, gun. if if you guys haven't seen the video, so it happened once. He got mm-hmm. in trouble for yeah. like flashing a gun around. Already got suspended. Real gun. Took Confirmed. some time away from the team. Whatever, all that, and then. The this second time that he got caught, it was like his buddy's Instagram live. Yeah. Like it wasn't what Jaws like actual 117 page. people. Yeah, there were like uh, just over a hundred people watching. But my favorite thing is that his buddies like they're in the car, yeah. like, yeah. And as soon as his buddy turns his face with Jaw in yeah. the background and he sees that Jaw's got a gun just in his hand, it. he immediately yep. like tilts the yep. angle down. Like he his his Boy tried his best well, to if his save boy, him from if, being on the live with the gun. But. If his boy tried his best, his boy wouldn't have been on live. I don't know. That's true. But but it's just the fact that, yeah, you yeah. know, they're just right. They're not being smart at no. all. But I just love that, you know, his friend was yeah. like, yo, we're on live and we're hanging out. I'm and, hanging out with John And Moran. immediately, damn it, John, like change the angle. Like, the gun again. <laughs> I'm trying to help you, man. Help yourself. But oh. yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. But at the same time, half a season NBA for guns, and we've got Calvin Ridley missing an entire season of football for placing what two bets? Yeah, and that that also ties into Isaiah Rogers on the Colts. John Morant with guns, but he hasn't done anything with the guns. I guess that's my point. He has a gun. I guess okay. You know, <laughs> like. Show me his license to yeah, carry. Sure. Give me, okay, <laughs> fine. I don't what know. Are, what are the laws? Maybe that's what it is. What are the laws in Tennessee and or wherever California or wherever yeah. he is when it comes to having guns? Like, I have no idea. I yeah. don't know. He had a gun on the internet, which you shouldn't have done. I get that it's stupid, but also I don't know if a man deserves to give oh, up half well, his salary. For, guns are bad, I'm going. They are bad. I'm anti-gun, but I don't know. 
there's that. Uh, I don't really need to talk about this NBA. Oh, Frank Vogel back in the league. Love it. Hired him as Phoenix, hired him as their next head coach. Uh, and then they paid Kevin Young, who was also in consideration for the head coaching job. Uh, they're paying him to be the top assistant in the league, the highest paid assistant coach in the league. He was on their staff last year. So the thing I read about it is basically they want they want Frank Vogel to be the figurehead and the defensive coordinator. So like the head coach, defense coordinator, and this Kevin Young guy is an, is an offensive guy, and he's just going to be the offensive coordinator and run the offense. Smart. Um, I think Frank Vogel – I think Kevin Young – probably should have gotten the job but with uh with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker you kind of want a more well-known head coach I guess I don't know I guess that's kind of what they want but I'm happy for Frank Vogel I think he's a great coach I wish he was still the Pacers coach right I was gonna say I well that was kind of the situation we've talked about with the Celtics the Pacers ran into that stale like we get to the same place in the playoffs every year. Mm-hmm. We just kind of need a change thing. And things haven't gone super great for the Pacers since then. And I don't think Frank Vogel should have gotten fired from the Lakers. I think yeah. that was one of the, it's that same conversation yeah. that we were just having yeah. where what have you done for me right now? And people are well, way because too when quick something's to make going a change. Wrong, it's easier to fire the head coach than right. cut the superstar. And also, yeah, in L.A., I'm sure it was yeah. just LeBron, like, give me somebody new. And Russell gotta, Westbrook was the one that had the says. biggest issue with Frank Vogel, which was crazy. <laughs> it was so funny. But anyways, love Frank. Yeah. Seems like a great guy. Think he's a really good coach. I think that's a great move for Phoenix. So. Yeah. Uh, I was going to bring up some draft stuff, but we don't need to worry about that. Baseball. Baseball. Let's talk some baseball. Let's talk. Um, do, you, do you want your time? Do you yeah, want your minute? Yeah, we'll just get, get it out of put, the way first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start that. Put a 60 seconds on the clock. And this is just therapy time for me. Thank you. Hold on. Okay. We're here to listen, Zach. Thank you. So the St. Louis Cardinals, as of today, are 25 and 36. They have the worst record in the National League. They stink again. Oh, man. I know. I know this is bad for you to hear. Or not bad, but just annoying for you to hear. And I 100% get it. It's annoying for me. I had this, I had this thought, and it's an intrusive thought. I think the St. Louis Cardinals should probably trade Paul Goldschmidt sooner rather than later. And he has one year left on his contract after this season. The Cardinals, even if they trade for something this year, aren't going to compete for a World Series. I just really don't know if you want to re-sign Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt's still having an incredible season. He'll have a ton of value. And I think if you can turn that A-plus player into like three B-plus players, two of them being starting pitchers and a first baseman or something to replace him, I think that's a move you have to consider making. I'm very sick of watching the Cardinals. They make me sad every night. And that's it. That's my TED Talk. Wow. Good. Under under 60 seconds. Beautiful. Yeah. That, that is wild. Because if you're not a huge baseball person, Paul Goldschmidt's like an elite He won the MVP player. last season. Yeah. yeah. Like elite, elite player. Yeah. So to even suggest that you want to get rid of that is... I don't want to get rid of it. But he's also 35 or 36 but, years old. But just that that's where you're at with yeah. everything. That's Where crazy. it's like, I just don't know. Yeah, he's 35. He turns 36 in September. He's still having an incredible season. He's a future Hall of Famer, in my opinion. But, you know, if you're not going to compete right now, 
or compete to the level that a Paul Goldschmidt type guy is supposed to get you to, let's just kind of cut the cord now, get some younger guys in and like retool for the next phase of this Cardinals team. So then where does it end? Do you also want to send Arenado away? I want to keep Arenado. He's a little younger and he's under contract for longer. He just opted into his contract. He basically the contract he's on now, he's probably going to retire a Cardinal. So that's where he's at. I do think there's a ton of guys that are going to be traded this offseason, a ton of outfielders, Newt Barr, Edmund, Donovan. Anyone is available outside of like three guys, I think, like Jordan Walker and a couple guys. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that as somebody who doesn't follow the Cardinals at all, that they start out terrible. We had all that. Mm-hmm talk about it and then they came back and i said oh we had to sit through woe is me and now we're back and now it's back we suck again (laughs) what a roller coaster yeah so and you know what's fucked up is i still watch this team every night if i can and they (laughs) it's an abusive relationship see i watched one white Sox game for the first time in a very long time actually like what and by watching i mean it was on On. in the room i was in for the entirety of the game and it was a bottom of the ninth walk-off grand Mm -hmm. slam jake burger i I think i'm just not going to watch any more games there you go it's not going to get better than that it's that never happens because they don't win ever and when they do it's not exciting like that so i'm gonna maybe never watch the white sacks again uh walk-off grand slam jake burger that was cool yeah for sure a couple more baseball notes um I don't know if you saw Marcelo Zuna's 415-foot single the other night. Oh, what as, a fucking moron. As, he is the biggest piece of shit in sports. <laughs> he he's sucks. a very good baseball player. Marcelo I mean, Zuna? He's a good baseball player. Look at his stats this year. Look at his stats since the beginning of May. This is what I saw. It's oh, really? Like, from like the start of May, he's like one of the hottest hitters in the last like month. He is the biggest piece of shit of all time. But as somebody who would love to be a fantastic Little League baseball coach one day, fundamentals. You run everything out. And so don't if, hit women. And if you're... Uh, we're talking baseball here. <laughs> he clobbered that ball. But then, yeah, was like I don't know halfway down <laughs> yeah. first base when it landed. He was walking it like it was a home run. It was incredible to watch. Yeah, um, Jacob Degrom goes on uh, the IL Tommy John surgery, year one of a five-year, one hundred eighty-five million dollar contract. In a year where the Texas Rangers looks like they're turning it around, they're really good, really good team. They play fun baseball. They hit a lot of home runs and score a lot of runs. It really sucks at Jacob Degrom. Is never going to be healthy. Yeah, I'm just surprised because he was on. Like, I saw something yesterday. He got moved to the 60 day. So, like, this was not like, oh shit, it happened, mm-hmm. and we know, and he's going under. He's the been knife. out for a minute. Like, he's been out for a while, and now they're just kind of discovering. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah. So that kind of really sucks. Yeah, because yeah, they just paid him all that money, and I don't know a lot about a whole lot, but if you're a pitcher and I know your name, you must be really fucking good. So. If you're bored and you want to look at uh, an incredible baseball reference page, look at Jacob DeGrom's baseball reference page and you'll just be in awe. He's the one that was on the Mets for forever. His ERA was like under two, but he was still getting a loss like Mm -hmm. every night because he won the Cy Young one year. I think he was (laughs) nine and eight. Yeah. Um, It's really unfortunate to see because at his peak, at his very best, he is one of the three best pitchers I've ever seen with my own two eyes, like in our lifetime behind Pedro and and Roger Clemens. And it's just so unfortunate that this guy can't stay healthy because he, if he stayed healthy for 15 years and pitched 15 years, he might 
be the best pitcher of all time. He's that good. Yeah. Because, yeah, in 2018, he had 32 starts, which is like a standard full season of not missing time. He was 10 and 9, mm-hmm. so barely a winning record, but his ERA was 1.70. And in 217 innings pitched, he had 269 strikeouts. Yeah. That's insane. It's so good. The worst year of his career, his ERA was a 3.53. That was his worst year of his career. Which is unbelievable. Yep, and a he three, was still five, three, fifteen and ten that year. A yep. three five three is above average, an above average ERA. Like, yeah, that's that's weird to talk about. It's a below the numbers lower than the average, but it's an above yeah. average statistic. Mm-hmm. I, I get what you're saying, but yeah. my brain needed a second to process it. Yeah, so that's really sad for him that he can't really stay healthy. Now, talking about other pitchers. Speaking of sad things, Alec Manoa. Alec Manoa. Oh my God. I, Do you want a stats real quick before we get so, into this? Yeah, you can go through the stats because I've got some stuff too. Okay. This is so appalling. to catch everybody up. Alec Manoa is option to the Florida Complex League, which is basically one step ahead of our slow pitch softball like <laughs> co-ed rec yeah. league that we're so, in. He's a pitcher for the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, and this is his third season. He mm-hmm. got called up two years ago. This is his third season playing, and he's been incredible until this year he's gotten Cy Young votes each of the last two years yeah so that's what I looked up was he finished third in the AL voting for Cy Young last Mm -hmm. year and that's the award for the best pitcher in the AL Mm -hmm. and then also looking at the National League uh, points the way that things were voted he had like the fourth most points for Cy Young votes out of anybody in the entire major leagues Mm -hmm. last year yeah and today, he got sent down to rookie baseball. Not even like, if you don't know anything about baseball, when a guy's struggling, you send him down to AAA. Like the Indianapolis Indians that we have here, mm-hmm. you go down one league, Facts. maybe to AA, to do like a little rehab, like get things figured out. So you go down a league. They sent him back to the fucking very beginning. They like, sent him is he to playing a league, with like 19-year-olds They now? sent him to a league that some guys, like some rookies never have to go to. Yeah. Like, to give you an idea of where he's going. Like, I had to look up what the league was. I was like, I have no idea. What was it? The Florida something? Florida Complex League. No idea what that is because, yeah, most guys don't even... the FCL, dude. Ever heard of it? But it's just fucking insane that last year, the end of last year, he was a top three pitcher in the American League. And And now he is so bad that they're skipping all the other things you normally do and sending him there. So if you're wondering why he's getting sent there... um. It's probably the most disappointing player performance in Major League Baseball this year. In 13 starts, he is 1-7. In In 58 innings pitched, he has a 6.36 ERA. He leads all of baseball and walks given up with 42. Uh, Struck out 48 guys, given up 11 home runs, and has a negative 1.2 war, which is wins above replacement. So he's a negative win player for a guy that was supposed to be the ace of this Blue Jays staff that had World Series aspirations brutal it's crazy and looking at his stats like his rookie year he got called up uh, uh, it was like the end of may so he didn't pitch the whole year but like two-thirds of it basically Mm -hmm. so he pitched 111 innings in his rookie season and he only had 40 walks so far this year he's pitched 58 innings and he has 42 Mm -hmm. like i don't understand how that happens so he is a guy that has been affected by the pitch clock more than anybody He's a guy that loves to slow the game down, take his time between pitches. You know, if things start to go bad for him, 
he takes his time, slows the game down, does all that stuff. In this pitch clock era, you can't do that shit. When you have bases loaded and no outs all of a sudden after the first three batters, there's no, like, let's step off the mound, let's take a timeout, let's do this. It's like, nah, bro, you got to throw that next pitch in 20 seconds, and we got to get get moving. And I truly think that has a lot to do with it, and I'm hoping him going down there just fixes his timing because I think that's all it is, is just, like, timing and mechanics with this new pitch clock. I don't think it's going to take a lot for him to fix this. He'll be back up with the Blue Jays this year, and I'm not really too concerned about him being good long-term. See, I think he's way into, like, yips territory. He might be. He's so far in his head about stuff that I don't think he's going to get out of it quickly. And then the other thing, maybe I just didn't pay attention enough, but I don't remember him – I don't remember thinking he was, like, a bigger guy. Oh, And now he's, like – he's big. Oh, yeah. So, like, I just don't feel like he's, like – taking the physical aspect mm-hmm. of being a professional athlete as seriously as he should pounds. that it, that could be part of it is like yeah he's six foot six he's really tall but yeah he's like about 300 pounds which i don't know he just looks a lot bigger than i remember yeah so maybe that's part of it too i don't know I, he's always been like pretty hefty but yeah like he was always like a stocky guy yeah. he just looks low-key kind of fat now if i'm gonna Damn. be honest fat so. Ass. but so i don't know the what I what I want to know though is his last start was it yesterday? Uh-huh. He only made it one third of an inning, which means he got one person out and he gave up enough runs that they had Gets to pull the him. Astros. So, did they know they were going to pull him? Like, were like Jay's management thinking, okay, this start if it doesn't go well, he's he's getting sent to the rookie oh, league. Yeah. Big time. Or do you think they were planning on sending him to Double A AA or Triple A, and then they watched him try to blow on a bunt? To try to blow it foul. That was awesome. And then he couldn't dude, even blow bro, it foul. He missed blowing it foul. And like, dude, that's it. Go to rookie bro, ball. Bro, I don't even care about that. It's like when you have a season like him, you got to do it. You got to pull out all the stops. Oh, you got to try to get any fucking advantage But it's the fact that he got down on his hands and knees yeah. to blow the ball foul. And then he didn't do it. Well, because I don't think even you can, blow it foul. Can you? So I, there was a, some, this happened like in the eighties or nineties something and a guy did blow it foul and they eventually awarded the guy the yeah. single like, Hey, no, that's not allowed. Right. But it's just the fact that he tried to do something that's not even allowed and he couldn't even make that happen. It's so sad to watch. Like he's just watching and then down. Oh God. And they said, go to rookie ball. It's bad. See, but. what I think happened there was he was about to start blowing on it and then saw the ump in the corner of his eye. He was like, no, I don't want to do that. No, nope. it's embarrassing. Can't even blow a baseball foul, so nothing's going right. Hope the guy gets it turned around. He's only like 25. He's got time to figure it out, but it is just wild to go from how good he was to how shit he's been that quickly. You know who hasn't been shit this year? I don't know if you're familiar with Luis Arise and what he's been doing I this year. love that guy. He is a Florida Marlin. Go Marlins. Ben, resident Marlins fan. Go Marlins. Go Marlins. Um, Luis Arise was a former Minnesota twin, got traded to the Marlins this offseason for Pablo Lopez. And since then, he is batting 399. But the most impressive part about that, he's batting 399 with a 450 on base and a 495 um, slugging. The most impressive part about that. Is he leads the he leads baseball in hits with eighty three hits, but he only has seventeen extra base hits. The rest of them are singles. Love he has that. one home run, one triple, fifteen doubles, and he's kind of what Rob Manfred wants with these new rules. Rob Manfred com- 
Rod Manfred, like, who's the commissioner of the MLB, um, having these new rules with the pitch clock and the bigger bases and the and the no shift and all this stuff, kind of wanted to get rid of the three true outcomes guy, three true outcomes guys, which is home run, strikeout, uh, walk. So like your, I'm trying to think of a guy like that, like Adam Dunn. Adam Dunn. Like Adam, Adam Dunn, Dunn for is you. Absolutely. The first I was trying to go comes, back to mid 2000s. Like who is a guy like Adam that Dunn. for you? If it's yeah. a home run, great. If not, it's a strikeout. Analytically, <laughs> analytically, those guys are gonna are valued higher because um, that's just how the nerds do it, right? Power is cool, uh, and with these new <laughs> with these new rules, he wants more actual, wants more singles, wants more stolen bases. It's very cool to watch. I think if he finishes the season hitting above 400, we should just give him the MVP. Just oh, yeah. like outright. doesn't matter what the Marlins do. Nobody's hit 400 since Ted Williams in like 406. 1941 mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, yeah. Now we have a ton of time left. Right. I don't think he's going to hit 400, but it's incredible what he's doing right now. Yeah. He's a lot of fun to watch. And the cool part about him is he plays like everywhere. He plays so many different positions, which I respect. I love. He's exactly the type of guy that I love. Yeah. yeah, He's not flashy in any kind of way, but he just consistently is doing everything right. Good for him. And then two more baseball things, and then we're going to move on quick. Ellie De La Cruz got called up by the Cincinnati Reds. He's the top prospect in the Reds organization. He's going to save the Cincinnati Reds. If you've not watched Ellie De La Cruz play baseball, E-L-L-Y-D-E-L-A-C-R-U-Z. No E-Y, just Y. E-L-L-Y. Yeah, my bad. There you go. There you go. Uh, He is going to save the Reds. He is so fun to watch. If you haven't watched him, watch him. He's kind of like a shorter version of O'Neal Cruz. Play shortstop. Ton of fun to watch. Go do it. That's all I got on that. And then Indiana State. Go Sycamores. I'm from Terre Haute, Indiana. Go Trees. Go Trees. Uh, Advanced to the Super Regional uh, in college baseball for the first time ever. And I really only bring this up because if Indiana State ends up winning the College World Series, I will claim this as my own title, for (laughs) one. That's fair. I'm glad Uh, glad As someone that was... Stating it now. I've been a Sycamores guy since day one. You guys know it. Of course. And it got me thinking, one, do you think they have championship parades for college baseball? If they don't, they should. And two, if they do, I think the three of us should go down to Terre Haute for the Indiana State parade. Sure. And man on the street, talk to some people, talk to the crackheads in Terre Haute, (laughs) celebrating a, a, a College World Series championship. I don't know. So, you get, just you, an idea. That's you got a video idea. Connections for like a clean, safe place to stay if we go? Yeah, my aunt. Okay, yeah. cool, perfect. She, she has a pool. Okay. I, I was sold it a relative. Okay. I, that's all I need. Yeah, my aunt still lives there. She has a pool. It's a cool house. So, Teach, we might be on the way. She <laughs> listens. So, we might be on the way. Perfect. Here we come. Um, so, that's all the baseball stuff I have. Uh, we're done with sports. So, the people that hate sports, we're out. Sports stink. Sports are stupid. I hate talking about them. Yeah. Stop um, running my life. <laughs> Stop running my life. Um, pop culture stuff really quick. Uh, first first thing is Taylor Swift breaking up with Maddie Healy. Oh, man. Great for, great for the Swifties, I guess. I guess we don't like Maddie Healy. Also, not so much your opinion on that, but what's your opinion on the Swifties unionizing? Thoughts? Uh... 
And should I, our podcast listeners use Union Eyes? I, I, when I saw that, I like it has to be. These aren't satirical, real fans. These right? aren't real fans. Like right? it's all satire. It's not real. Like nobody's actually thinking that they have the right to be a part of how Taylor Swift lives her life, right? I Christ, I hope so, but this world's fucked up, and I don't know. I don't know if it's real. That's. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, if you didn't see it, there was these posts about Taylor Swift fans unionizing, thinking that they should have like a yearly meeting with Taylor and her management to know what her like decisions are going to be about mm-hmm. like her social life and all this stuff because as fans, they helped build her celebrity. It's so they like have they're a trying right. to do like there's no way this you is would real. be nothing without yeah, what's that shit that Britney Spears was in. What was that called? A con- conservatorship or con- conservatorship conservatorship. It's kind of what the, the Swifties are trying to do with T Swizzy right now. Yeah, they, they want a what is it? Uh, Green Bay Packers ownership of no, uh, not, not the Packers. Is it the Packers? Yeah, the Packers. The, Packers it's the, is like, the Green Bay Packers ownership of We Taylor call them Swift. the P words. The P this, words, yeah. yeah. The P words. Here's ownership. the thing a, a team and a human being are different things. Exactly. Yeah. So it doesn't work like that. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel bad for Taylor Swift. She's her fran- her fans suck, apparently. Yeah. Music's good. Well, though. here's the thing is like I'm fairly certain this is all made up shit. Like somebody's just funny haha on the mm. internet kind of thing. But like, what does that say that we think that it could be real? Yeah. That there might actually be a group of people out there that think they have the right to Taylor Swift's life choices people, because she's a celebrity and they support her. People suck. I, don't know <laughs> I think they're playing 3d chess out here. They're like, Hey, we can't get these VIP tickets cause Ticketmaster is screwing us. How can we meet with Taylor sooner and under I don't know. Good well, terms. actually, the real Swifties are at the tailgates, T-A-Y-L, tailgates outside of the concert venues. That's where the real ones are, okay? Because if you've got money to go see, you're fucking good for you. But the real, true Swifties are the ones who don't that have money for that it. shit, but they will still show up for her anyways, and singing along with the other people like that is better than the actual show. That's it. I'm unionizing. <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, That's what I know about Swifties now. Yeah. So, um, I don't know a lot about this next topic we're going to talk about, but Apple came out with their, their version of a VR headset. I think it's called the Apple Vision Pro. It's starting at $3,500. It's, it's like not even a VR headset, though. It's like everything that's like on your phone or your computer is just like meshed into real life. It's fucking terrifying. I hate it. I already like it's not even available yet. Just the fact that they announced that this is coming, and obviously a lot of people are going to end up with it. I hate it. It does look terrifying. It's like it's the so, headset itself. Like, when, like, do, when does it stop? The whole meshing the VR with like the real world kind of stuff, and it's just gonna get worse. But like, if you're walking around your own home with these fucking ski goggles on to like be able to pinch the air and move things, and for like, what the hell? That's so scary. I don't like it. I'm going off the grid. I agree with you. Ben, do you have anything on the Vision Pro? You're a tech guy. Uh, I haven't really looked too far into it, but I'm kind of, I think it's great in terms of like technology advancement. But I mean, me personally, I mean, I have one bad vision already to begin with from (laughs) looking at screens as much as I do. Right. And two, just like, just go outside, touch grass. Touch grass. There's no, like, you don't need to immerse yourself in virtual grass. And like, it's not, it's not an equivalent handoff. Yeah. Like going to the Grand Canyon 
to experience it firsthand, nothing, you know, like, you can't replace that with VR. It's not the same. I agree with you 100%, but let me tell you, I want to go into an Apple store and try it. I just want to see what Oh, are we going to the Apple store to try it? Absolutely. Okay, great. (laughs) But, yeah, are we buying it for ourselves? No. No. Probably not. No. It's, It's just so wild that, like, I get why it's a cool technology and why it would be, like, great for productivity for people who like need something like they're always like working kind of thing but just like the human aspect of it that you can't just like be using your own two eyes to experience your life that you have this mask on covering your eyes and you see everything through this augmented reality lens like that's just so scary to me that that's where technology is going yeah and it's like i've seen some stuff online where it's like oh who's actually gonna buy this and who's actually gonna do this and who's gonna wear this out in public and who's gonna do that and i feel like it's kind of the same conversation we had when airpods first started if you remember that it's like oh who's gonna wear um like toothbrush sticks in their ear like for headphones that looks so stupid and all this stuff and that shit's out there all the time now. That's now, true. I know that's a much lesser thing. Right. I was like, that one looks silly, but like, yeah, practicality, I get, I get it. Like, it's nice to not have the wires. And I get but. that. But I do think a lot of people eventually, not yeah. this new set because it's too expensive for the modern person or like the normal person. But like, once they make this cheaper, a lot of people are going to like, you're going to see this in coffee shops and all sorts of shit. Like, I truly think that, which I, is terrifying. I want it on the record. I will never have an Apple Vision Pro. Pro or whatever this is. Are we boycotting never, it? Ever. Yeah. Add well, it to the cancel list? I just had a birthday over the weekend. I'm going full old man. I, I don't even have AirPods. That's already too new technology mm-hmm. kind of for me. So I'm just going, I'm fully leaning into getting older. I hate all new technology. Sweeping declaration, no. Okay. I like it. Ben, anything else? Uh, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's just, so like the jump to normalize like, headphones is much smaller of a jump than no i agree like, that to i normalize agree with. like a yes. full-on headset i agree with you 100 percent. but and i'm just saying i do think we're going to get to a point where you're going to see karen in starbucks instead of using the laptop maybe using this vr thing for sure. whatever work they do and that's just going to be super fucking weird to well see. and i get where you're coming from because it is like 2023 now like how plugged in the average person is, uh-huh. you know, like I fairly certain, you know, screen times are through the roof, oh, yeah. even for like the average adult. So it's, we are so everything's on a screen encompassed dude. by, yeah, whether it's VR, alternate reality, social media, like just anything digital. I mean, you could see a video, it's like people, they can't just eat a meal mm-hmm. without being tethered to their phone for some sort yeah. of like entertainment. entertainment. It's just, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Should, I'm, I'm out on it. Should we take this podcast off the internet? Probably. How we will we now that? be broadcasting Morse code only. Okay. We'll, we'll put well, it over AM radio. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Ooh, AM yep. radio. All right. Nothing else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll try um, to find one of those. Also, with where AI is going, super scary. And how long until the AI takes over? You've got the goggles on, and whatever these are. Bro. And then the AI is like, no, you can't take me off. Latches onto your head like a fucking scary. You know what I mean? Watch out. I've seen that movie. Because, yeah, AI is a whole other thing. Mm. Remember, do you, uh, Ben, you might not be able to. Do you remember Smarter Child when we had Instant Messenger as oh, a yeah. kid? Oh, yeah. And it was like an automated response. Uh-huh. And, like, you had a friend when you needed a friend. But, like, thought that was crazy. Did you chat that thing a lot? 
Oh yeah, smarter child. Okay. You just kind of say like inappropriate, rude shit, oh. and it would tell you to stop, <laughs> and it was fun. <laughs> okay, so yeah, is smarter child like Cha Cha? Which no, no. Cha Cha was like people answering your questions. Sure. Smarter Chad okay. was literally just like a bot that you could chat with on Instant Messenger. I'm just shocked that they had that you know bot functionality. Yeah, like yeah. Back but that's then. what I'm saying. I thought that was wild AI back in the day. That would have been early 2000s kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah. Hey, smarter child, and it would say hey, and you'd like tell what you wanted to call you, and, and like it was wild. What would you have it call you? Pro- again, something probably mean. Oh. Like I would be like, hey, my name is like what? I am stupid. So uh, then he would be like, hey, I am stupid, and I'd be like, ha, got him, smarter nice. child, not so smart, huh? What was your uh, your aim username? Uh, Boilerfan nine three one. Boo, big Purdue guy. I think back mine in, was back Pujols fan five. I was a big Albert Pujols fan. What was yours, Ben? Mine was gross. What was yours? Fire Playa 360. Fire Playa? Playa, P-L-A-Y-A. Should we start Hell calling each yeah. other by our AIM names? Maybe. All right, Fire Playa. And then I had a second one. I was <laughs> See, White now Sox. now I kind of like that. Yeah. Damn. Oh, that would be a good... Everybody listening who had a, a screen Ooh, name, yeah. drop your screen names because Tell those us, would be us, fun. Tweet us your That would be a lot names. of fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Man, those are the days. Remember when Remember when technology was simple? You'd get off the bus, you'd run home, Talk you'd, to hop, a you'd hop on and yeah, <laughs> see your shoddies on that you just saw at school and didn't say a word to in person. <laughs> yep. nope. And then you're like, hey. Hey, what's up? And then you'd say, sup? And they'd say, N-M-U. <laughs> and you'd say, same. And then you don't know what to say, but yeah. you got to talk to that girl from, from school uh-huh. you thought was cute. Oh, yeah. What's up, Carrot? What's Man, carrot? What Let's is. go. It was uh, it was a tough time, Damn. but tough out in these streets. But that was, was back time. when they had the the commercials that were like, "You have to fear technology. You never know who's behind that screen." Uh-huh. Which I mean, that's that. that's still a fair thing. You know, you don't know who's behind. Did your parents let you screen. have a MySpace? Uh, my parents did not know. My parents didn't fuck with MySpace. Ah, uh, I guess I had cool parents. Shout out mom and dad. I had MySpace. Nice. Most of my friends didn't, so it was really stressful to make a top eight because then I was like, didn't have these friends? are actually eight of my close friends, so then I didn't want to be weird and put right. somebody in my top eight, and they're like, why the hell am I in this guy's top eight, you know? It was a hard time. Being 13 a, was really hard. I had a MySpace for like a day, and my dad or mom, mom and dad, mom or dad found out about it and made me delete it, I remember. And I didn't get Facebook until freshman year of high school because I got bullied into a kid and uh, got bullied into it by a kid in geography class, Alex Haven, uh, bullied me into getting Facebook, so I did. Is that true? Yeah. 100%. I don't think I've ever heard that. Oh, yeah. Did I, like, tell you you weren't cool? Cause yeah, you basically. It was like, oh, yeah, everyone has what Facebook. What did I say? Like, add me on Facebook? Yeah, like, I, don't oh, I don't have a Facebook. I, I don't like, remember nerd. what it was, but I specifically remember me needing to get Facebook because I was like, man, Alex Haven is like... Dude, that's wild. Facebook. Just that in fucking 15 years of friendship uh-huh. this is like a new story for yeah. me i don't think i ever knew 100 i don't apologize you're welcome yeah. for making you cool in <laughs> yeah, high school. <laughs> so cool <laughs> you're not cool if you don't have facebook <laughs> yeah. um but anyway that's all that's all the stuff ju- i have well just a heads oh. up to keep you cool delete it now, now oh yeah now it's not cool it. to have facebook. only it. old people boomers have facebook boomers get off it facebook. delete it right now but um but yeah so there's that you guys want to draft some Disney Channel original Let's get movies. into some DCOMs. First of all, how many movies are we drafting each? Well, so I thought it was a blind top five. Oh, mm. so I, I see. I yep. see. 
that's that's what I was thinking too. We've been doing so many top fives. I thought you were going to tell me, and uh, I was going to have to. So no, I, I did negative preparation. All right, yeah, fine. I didn't prep for um, that. Well, that's <laughs> really unfortunate because I was pretty fucking stoked for that. Um, Let's just rattle them off. Let's talk about them. Yeah, let me do. Let me do a top five then. We'll we'll audible. And then there's a couple movies on here that I want to talk about um, that aren't going to be in the top five because I've done a lot of research on this. By research, I mean I've spent the last probably week watching Disney Channel original movies um, while I'm at work and things like that. So, yeah, I've done a lot of work on that. But anyway, um, so should should we should we save decoms then? No, that's fine. We can just talk about them if you want. Okay. I don't know. It's up to you. I just feel bad. I just got used to top fives, and I thought that's what was going on. I watched a couple decoms, but not enough to pull out top ones. No, that's okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. How, oh, okay, so we'll just do a top five. We'll just do a top five. You guys ready? Okay. So, I guess, okay. Yeah, just go. Yeah, Let's do we're it. just going to... Decoms! We're just going to do it live. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this really came back to bite us in the ass because isn't that the thing at the beginning? Yeah, said, yeah. Well, we didn't really talk about how we were yeah. doing this, but we'll do it live. Yeah, it's and we're doing it live. Well, no, it's not going well. Well, the beautiful part is Ben can cut some of this to make not, or just leave it in and make us no look cuts. like idiots. I don't know. We've been live, uh, full live, past. I think this will be the third episode. Yep. Should we just do live shows? No cuts, no butts, <laughs> no coconuts. <laughs> Should we get an audience to come? <laughs> I saw a clip of, I don't know who DJ Academics is, but he had a, a live show and there was literally like six people. Like he was like on a stage uh-huh. in a park or something. We can get more than six. And there was like six people and I was like, oh no. But that's what I'm saying is he apparently was prominent enough that I saw this clip of it. So. I mean, we could just take a, set up a table like on the corner of like Broader Blav and then Ooh. set up the full mic setup and you know, people walk by. That's like an audience. That's true. Man, we got crazy ideas. Decoms. Right. Let's go. Decoms. First one, Halloween Town. D.O.G. Ooh, Halloween Town. Um, I got, I'm just already talking. Do you sure, go, go first, ahead, Ben. Or er, Saban, go ahead and start. That's fine. Um, I'll put it at three. I love Halloween Town. It's great. My only reason for not putting it higher, it's a great decom, is just that it's, it's seasonal. Mm. I can only watch it one little pocket of the year. Right. So I'm not going out of my way to watch it. But yeah, no, Halloween Town, definitely a good one. Uh, a staple... Mm. Of Spooky Sorry. Day, yearly, Spankle. yep, yep, get together and watch Halloween movies for one day, usually over my fall break, but Halloween Town, right in the middle, number three. I think I'm also going three. I'm, I'm indifferent about it, because it's like, it's a good movie, it's not a bad movie, and I'm also, I just did not care for, like, I liked Halloween that you got to dress up, and that, like, that was mm. the whole, you know, you, you I wasn't get, really a big Halloween You get candy, candy or whatever. Oh. I just didn't like to be scared. Yeah, you know? too scary for both of you. Yeah, That's what I No, basically. Scary. No, 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 I get it. No, I, I'm too, owning that. I, it was too, too scary. scary. No, my issue with Halloween growing up is I felt like it always cucked my birthday, because I was born November 2nd, and Halloween is October 31st, and any party I would ever have is always a Halloween party. That's or true. A it's party. still getting you now these yeah. days, so. So. That's that was my issue with Halloween. Hey Ben, let's throw a costume party for Zach's birthday this year. Okay, let's do it. <clears throat> he didn't hear that. It's fine. Uh, okay, so Halloween Town uh, number two. Let's go Smart House. Ooh, so this is one that I did rewatch. Speaking of AI, the other day. Speaking talk of talk about scary, yeah, <laughs> fucking house. If you've never seen Smart House, the idea is that there's essentially an AI system controls the whole house. You can be like, hey, uh, what's her name? Shit. 
That's really going to bother me. I just watched it. Who? Damn the, it. The, 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 the AI. AI system has a woman's name. Yes, it because does. Because it's like the whole thing. But um, so the computer controls the whole house and you can be like, hey, computer, make me a snack. And pat. then food, pat. Yes. Hey, pat, make me a snack. And a snack shows up. And hey, pat, do this, do that. And then the kid like hacks into it and like changes her functionality that like she learns to be a mother because classic Disney movie, there's not two parents together. Nope. So it's a single dad situation. But yeah, then it obviously goes a little rogue as the story goes. But yeah, um, I'll put it I'll put it at four because unfortunately it didn't really hold up, but I'm worried that I only watched three of them and all of them are going to be bad. So then I'm going to regret putting it at four, but it's one that I remembered it more fondly than what I actually experienced last week. So Ben, before you, you go, I, it's funny you say that because I, like I said, I watched a ton of these movies and I feel like all of them are like that. So where bad. it's like, like, fuck, man, these movies suck, the, but I love them so much. <laughs> the difference is, yeah, the first time I saw Smart House, I was probably eight. Yeah. I didn't have opinions yeah. on anything. A movie's a movie. And I'm still kind of that way, mostly. Mm-hmm. But I guess, yeah, it's just weird to watch something that you haven't seen since you were a little kid. So you remember, oh, yeah, that movie was crazy. It was so good. And then it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, have, I have a movie oh. I want to talk about uh, that won't be in this top five, but... That was very much like that for me. Okay. That I'll get into. We'll get to that. I can't wait. Yeah, Smart House garbage movie. Five. <laughs> wow. Damn. See, I think Smart House is really good. Still, I watched it and I still like enjoyed it enough to. I enjoyed it more than some of these other movies. Um, Damn. Okay. Well, too late now. Yeah, too late. I now. said what I said. You said what you said. Uh, we'll go ahead and throw it on here. High School Musical. The OG. Oh, I'll just put it at one, just because I can't think of anything off the top of my head that's going to be better where and it's weird like I know it's a decom but in in my brain decoms is like everything before high yeah. school musical like I was just old enough when this one came out that it was like oh that one's like different and just the fact that that took off the way that it did so post high school musical mm-hmm. doesn't feel like an yeah. original movie to me because was. yeah the third one i think is when they put it in, in the theaters because theater. vanessa was making some risque mm. choices mm. um so it couldn't be disney shout out cole tucker's <laughs> fiance <laughs> but um obviously high school musical i've seen a bunch of times since then i've watched it this very movie just recently. kicks ass like it's, it's just, classic yep just an absolute classic we're all in this together, together. great message i'm dancing can't see but Ben? Yep, one as well. One that, as well. Just absolute Smart. bangers out of that whole trilogy, you know? And High School Musical 2, it's not going to be on this top five, but High School Musical 2, better than High School Musical 1. Better. Way better. Uh, way better. Way better music. you think oh, it's yeah. better? Way better. It has the better music of the two movies, in my opinion. I what think the storyline's better. I can literally only think of that trust? silly uh, Zac on Efron it? bet on it. Yeah, it's smack in the water. What about everything What time is it? Every day? Every you day, are the music in me. When he's yeah, we sing every day all the time. When he's on the stage, yep, he's looking the stage. around, like Gabriella, I recognize your voice. Yep, yep. Damn, this is why we need a video podcast because we were just doing our best Zac Efron, Troy Bolton we impressions. We were sitting still. It was kind of crazy. Yeah. Um. Maybe I just need to watch both of them like back to back and really compare it. But I, I mean, I at that point, just, you're going to watch the third one too. Just watch the whole. <laughs> I'm thing. a sucker for the original. <laughs> should we do? Actually should we do a High School Musical movie night soon? Absolutely. I guess. All right. I've only seen the third one once. It's a good movie. 
If you say so. It's very. We watched it once together. That's the only time I watched it. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoy that movie a lot. The third one gets a lot of hate, but I enjoy it. Um, this one I can change if you guys haven't seen it, but I'm assuming you guys have seen it. Stuck in the suburbs. Oh, stuck in the suburbs. Okay. What do I have left? Two and five. Shit. It can't go two. Unfortunately, five. This movie is good though. What's like, weird about this one is when I was looking through all of them, I was like, "Oh yeah, I know this one. I know that one. I remember this. I weirdly remember the most about this movie. Uh-huh. I can tell you the guy's name is Jordan Cahill. Oh yeah, who's the pop star that they end up with his He's cell like phone? Justin Timberlake. And, and yeah, yeah, it's all this shit. But I just I can't justify putting it at two. It's not my second favorite right. one, but it definitely was a good one. But I haven't seen it in a very long time. But I don't know why. So much of it stuck out to me that mm-hmm. I do remember it. Yeah, you describing the movie in itself is giving me a flashback. Because I was like, <laughs> uh, like, I don't know if I've seen that one before. But I definitely have. You know this was a 2004 movie when you see the the guy with his frosted tips? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, what's his name? T- Taron Gillum or something? He's an SNL guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like He's super famous. Mm-hmm. So, but, Yeah. Teenage girls. I love this movie. Get his cell phone and then try to, to kind of blackmail him to do. Oh yeah, and then they make the yeah. haircut. Ah, yeah. Okay. See, why do I remember so much this movie? It must have been good. I, don't I know. really. I thought the movie was good, and twelve-year-old Zach had a big crush on Daniel Panabaker. Um, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that. Wow. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Ben, what was your? Where were you at on it? Um. I mean. You have two and four left. Right. And I put mine at five. Oh, you put it at five. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I can't justify two for stuck in the suburbs. That's silly. Stuck yeah. And I, I don't know that I can justify two for me either based on like, <laughs> I didn't remember right. it until you just unlocked the core memory of, <laughs> I don't know, just of describing it. So yeah, I'm going to go f- in my four spot for that. Okay. The last last one. one. There's two on here. I won't. Let's just go. Uh, let's just go a little Hillary Duff. Cadet Kelly. Cadet Kelly. I love that I left that two spot open. That's one of the others. Cadet Kelly is very good. I watched uh, Smart House. I watched Cadet Kelly, and then I watched Luck of the Irish. Luck That's of the, the Irish is also on this it. list. It's also but good. Cadet Kelly, corny as hell. Yeah. But that one did hold up to like exactly what I remember. Mm-hmm. Like there was no super disappointment. The only cringy thing was. They do like the drill team yeah. routine, yeah. <laughs> and her and Christy Carlson Romano do some weird like step team yeah. kind of dance. And when they're trying to, the guy is like, "Wait, what were you guys doing in that field? That was super cool. That's what we need." That was the only part where I was like, "Oh, I don't know." Yeah. Didn't but, this movie also have like a a part where they're like in the color guard and they're doing like the the gun spins? Yeah, that's yeah. Like, the drill team routine. That's, okay, that's what that's, I'm talking okay. about. Yeah. Because he's like, man, we're all we're right on the cusp of winning the drill team competition. We're just missing one thing. And then it's them doing this crump battle with Girls. each other in the middle. Yeah. And he's like, wow, that's the thing. That's what we need. That's, that's what what's going to win the need. military drill competition. Some wild crumping. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's silly. But wow. Military's changed. <laughs> not my military. Not my military. Yeah. But. Yeah, I, I'm very happy with that being too. Cadet Kelly's still, it's just peak Hillary Duff. Oh, and yeah. she was the Disney Channel. Oh, yeah. So, absolutely happy with that. Hillary I, Duff for sure. And then uh, just to 
notable mention, Lizzie McGuire. As I say, it was between those two, and yeah. I was like, oh, and I would have loved that too yeah. as well. Just Lizzie peak. McGuire movie is also very good. Some of the other ones I had on here, I don't know if you guys were Camp Rock people. Nope, didn't watch Camp, Camp Rock. Rock. I, I did watch Camp Rock. Did no. you like Camp Rock one or two better? I liked Camp Rock one better. Okay, I like Camp Rock one better too. Camp Rock 2 had Introducing Me by it Nick Jonas. It did have Introducing Me. Which that, I'm a fan that of. That was a, also a bop to come yeah. out of that one. So, uh, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off is my personal favorite. Uh, I don't remember what year that came out, but that point in my life... I guess like 2001, maybe. Yeah. That point in my life, uh, 10-year-old, 11-year-old yep, Zach, whatever it was, was interested in two things. Baseball and watching the Food Network. So this... <laughs> So boy, did God make that movie for you. Yeah, it was everything where I was like, yeah, he wants to be a good baseball player and a chef. That's what I want to do, too. And I, it's a bad movie. I get it, but I really enjoy it. Hell yeah. That, um, that's towards the top of my list of ones that I still want to watch to see how it holds up. Yeah. Because, yeah. And they do the shit and they make the, they, the Eddie, like, fucking makes this whole big dinner for his family out of like nothing and Spoiler. all this shit. It's crazy. It's disgusting to watch, but it's pretty cool. Um, I also had Get a Clue. Did you guys watch that? So that was also, as I was looking through the list, Lindsay one Lohan. that like I kind of remember, but like I don't. Like yeah. I don't. It's, it's Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. And I know that, but like I just don't remember what actually happens in the movie yeah, at all. I don't know this one either. Yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty good movie. I would definitely recommend it. I Not have, um, let's see, what else do I have on here? One that was going to be my last round pick in this hypothetical draft, because I don't think a lot of people know about it, but now you see it. Have you guys seen that? The magic one? It's I'm about the, aware of it. The it's about the kid familiar, that, but I don't actually know it at all. The kid, the kid is a real life magician and goes to do this magic competition, but the magic competition people are bad and like it's whole, this whole thing i watched it again doesn't really hold up but i did really enjoy it when it was first out okay yep don't don't really remember and the last one. one i really want to talk about the one that i had the biggest issue with okay i'm so excited for this this is a movie that i really enjoyed as a as a child and i watched it again hold on i'm pulling up my notes i have notes on just this movie <laughs> Oh, man, this is real. Double teamed. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So double teamed is the story of two twin sisters. Um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Doing the, doing, the, yeah. doing the thing. <laughs> They're both volleyball players. One of the sisters is better at volleyball than the other. The other doesn't really like volleyball. They moved to basketball. They moved to a new school for college uh, recognition. Uh, they start playing basketball together. That's when you start seeing probably the worst basketball scenes of any sports movie ever. And this isn't like uh, whatever you want to try to make it thing, but like just watch it. And it, you can tell these two girls have never played basketball before or anybody on that court acting has ever played basketball before. <laughs> um, I really want to watch it now. It's so... Because I've seen clips of that on like Twitter or something where somebody's like, we really thought bad. she was doing something yeah. in this clip. And it's, yeah, the slow motion, like, looks like she's... I, I don't even know. Can't and even she's just like it. raising her heels off the ground. <laughs> I like, tell you what, side what to side. this movie is 21 years old, so spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but... Man, it was two hours long? Yeah, it's a fucking commitment, bro. Damn. 
Um, of how it's listed as sports slash family drama. Well, her, the dad's a fucking asshole. Like, the, the dad is more worried about getting his kids to college and paying for college instead of Good. actually being a dad. Good. Fuck that guy. Anyway. Doesn't one of them, like, tear their ACL or something? That's she, like, what I was getting back. back. with, like, a one of, leg. And one, of, one of the sisters. Jesus. The better of the two sisters that's better at basketball rips up her ankle the night before. She can't walk on it at all. Hasn't been able. That's what they say. They can't walk on it at all. They're down, they're down by like two points, or they're down by a point, last possession of the game. She goes, coach, stall as long as possible. She starts hobbling on her on her crutches to the locker room, and she comes out limping on her, like she's Willis Reed, or like Paul Pierce, comes out fucking limping, and then they run this play, and she does her little fucking swinging back and forth thing. <laughs> And passes it to her sister and they win. Spoilers, but it is the worst sports scene you'll ever see in your life. Uh, apparently, you've never wanted something bad enough to I fight don't. through a horrific injury and come back and triumph over evil. I don't know. Who were they Who were they playing? Did they need to win to get into the good college or something? Uh, no, they didn't. <laughs> And the weirdest part at the end is they do a post credit scene almost. They were the MCU before the MCU with a post credit scene. It wasn't really a post credit scene, but it was just like right before the end, I guess. But they're both in the WNBA. They oh, fast forward sick. and they're in the WNBA and they're going up against each other they and they're jumping it. against each other. Well, was this based on a true story? I can only assume. I fucking have no idea. Probably not. I... I just feel like this would be a really weird movie to like make up. Also, double teamed. I'll say no. It a hundred percent was because they had one of those weird little Disney Channel commercials, like in between episodes of Disney Channel shows, where they showed you Heather and Heidi Berg, and it was the real people, and they talked to the actresses about what it was like to like play oh. them. A hundred percent real. Did these girls so make real. it to the WNBA though? Went on to play professional basketball in the WNBA. Huh. All right, well, good for them. Whatever. So they were the original, whoever those twins are from Miami, who are apparently leaving to... The Cavender twins? Yeah, go to the WWE, WWE. or something. Yeah. So oh, these girls would have cleaned up in NIL. Cool. <laughs> Fuck. That's tough. Anyway, that's my review on Double Teamed. Also, I'll say it, unfortunate name. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> unfortunate name. Didn't even put that together. And we'll just leave it at that. Oh, man, yeah. Um, Oof. <laughs> anyway, this, that's rough. That's our Disney Channel original movie segment. Man, boys, do you have should, anything else you want to bring up? Should we watch one Disney Channel original movie weekly, and we yeah. just give a quick like two I minute like review? Just I, to, that was one of my one of my ideas was doing like movie reviews or like documentary reviews yeah. or something. We'll start. We'll start with decoms. Okay. And just weekly, we each have seven days to watch one decom. So what what movie do you want to... Let's try to pick one. Let's pre-announce. Yeah, that way, that's what I'm saying. The listeners, so the listeners at home can, can have watch. fun as well. Watch it. Yeah, what movie should we watch? Um, what movie have you seen in a while? Man, I forgot about Johnny Tsunami. Guess what, dude? I guess I, I think I've watched it in the last week if you want to <laughs> okay, fucking... Okay, so you pick one that you haven't already watched yet. Um, Let's do one that I didn't watch... Let's watch Get a Clue. I didn't watch it, okay. but I just Lindsay remember Lohan. it. Yeah. We'll Get watch clue. Get a Clue. If you'd like to play along at home, it's Disney on Plus Disney Plus subscription. Get um, a Clue. If you're close enough friends with me, I'll give you my Disney Plus login Damn. if you want to watch it. That, you really set Netflix. yourself up for failure when mm-hmm. somebody texts you and asks, and you're and like, And if you don't uh... get a text back, you'll know. But I appreciate you listening. 
Anyway, that about wraps up for episode 14. We will be back next week. Jake will be back. The whole crew will be here. It'll be a good time. Um, Jake's, he said that he didn't ever really watch DCOMs. He's not going to like that. Yeah, whatever. Should have been here. Love you, Jake. Hope you're having uh, fun in Spain. Yeah. It without actually, the it actually, S. It without, looks beautiful. Without the Spain. Or without the S. Without the Spain. Jesus, cut that. Uh, this no podcast cuts. has gone by too long. All right, we're going to wrap it up there. Please follow us on Spotify. Like us, Apple Music. Download, subscribe, listen. If you're going to an Apple store to pick up a VR headset while you're fucking around, uh, just subscribe to our podcast on Apple Music or on Apple Podcasts and all the iPhones in, the, in your Apple store. So if you could do that for us, that'd be swell. Um, anyway, that's all I got. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.